0: Using video in your business doesn't have to be difficult or expensive. It's about mastering a few skills, developing some systems, and changing mindsets. Welcome to Standout, the podcast dedicated to helping you share your message more effectively on camera and attract more clients and customers. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan. I'm a business owner, a content creator, a speaker, and a longtime TV news anchor and host. Over the years, I've interviewed thousands of people, and I'm taking what I learned in the newsroom to help you grow confident on camera. Together, you and I are going to figure out the tech, train your team, and create your own amazing platform online. You are going to love this next interview. I met Carol Clark in person at her business in Newport News, Virginia. She and her husband run a successful surgical weight loss company, and we just started talking. (laughs) You'll see why I had to have her continue the conversation on this show. I'm so impressed by the way she's using her expertise as a registered nurse, as a business owner, as a marketer, to help physicians market themselves better. There's a lot of information out there. You know it. It sometimes seems too much. But it's rare to find people actually putting that information into practice. This is especially valuable for students in my video bootcamp. If you're a student, please listen carefully because you can use what you're learning in the bootcamp to create the kind of consistency you'll hear Carol talk about. By the way, this is a great place to mention that you can join us for the Video Bootcamp, my four-week program designed to help you use video more effectively. You can go to CherylTanMedia.com forward slash bootcamp for more details about our next live session. I won't keep you waiting any longer. Here's my conversation with Carol Clark. Oh, Carol, I am so excited to have you on Standout.
1: I'm excited to be here and I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much, Cheryl.
0: I'm so impressed by what you're doing. I really, really am. And so let's just get right to it. Let's let people know in our audience your businesses because you're a best selling author, you're a serial entrepreneur, and I'm going to underline serial. <laughs> what do you say when people meet you about what you do? <laughs> let's start there.
1: Right now, what I do mostly right now is consulting and I help physicians enjoy their practice again. And specifically those physicians who are either bariatric surgeons or medical professionals who want to add weight loss into their practice.
0: Very good and very succinct. I love it, but it didn't end this way. So how long have you been doing the consulting and what did you do before that to get this
1: experience? Sure, I've been doing the consulting just for about a year and a half now. And it all started because my husband's here in Newport News, Virginia, and he's a bariatric surgeon. We have a practice here called Center for Weight Loss Success. And we built this uh, practice and we have everything from fitness to medical weight loss to surgical weight loss and retail here under one roof. And uh, what happens is he's one of the only independent bariatric surgeons in the state. So we do things a little bit different than everybody else. So we kind of personalize all of our messages to our awesome clients, to attract them, and then to help make sure they have concierge services, have great success, and tell other people and come back. And what happened was I had a number of people coming here wanting to duplicate that model and asking if it was a franchise, which it's not. And so I opened a practice called Weight Loss Practice Builder. And since we have such a great team who's awesome at Center for Weight Loss, I do most of most of my time I spend doing uh, the Weight Loss Practice Builder. So I help physicians build this into their practice. And along the way, I started this passion for writing and publishing. So it kind of blends itself with a consulting because I can help healthcare professionals also become best-selling authors. So it kind of all ended up meshing together. And it's a convoluted way to get to where I am today, but that's how it came to be, so to speak.
0: I love it. And you're a registered nurse as well. So you have the technical knowledge, you're in the business that you have worked to build with your husband, and then you're developing another business where you're helping other people do what you've done. Is that right? Correct. Okay. Right. Well, the reason I wanted to talk with you is we had the chance to meet in person at an event in your location in Newport News. It was what, maybe a month ago, a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. And we were talking about video. And inevitably, when I meet people, we end up talking about video. And you were talking about how you've used that so successfully in marketing yourself. and And so, I actually wanted to start with um, some of the methods you've used in the past to market your business. Either your current one or your past one, but um, but what you what kind of experience you've had locally with just marketing channels in general before we get to the video part?
1: Sure. Well, what happened when you're a sort of a small fish in a big uh, area and your competitors have a lot deeper pockets? Sometimes you'll spend money on marketing, whether it's print or whether it's TV or whether it's radio, and you've for, it's it's a lot of money, you know, it's a fair amount of money. And so what we found was we weren't find, getting the same return on investment. So we'd invest this money. And I like to see at least a three to one return on investment. We weren't sure. seeing that. And so as time evolved, I discovered a lot of different tools that are available to the average person, you know, the average person, even if you have a clinical background like me, (laughs) and I became obsessed with it. And so we kind of developed our own little marketing department in house of clinicians, actually, and just people who really enjoyed social media and enjoyed doing things differently. And so we started integrating and weaving and testing these different methods of reaching our ideal patients. And over time, it just caught on. And it was really uh, a lot of fun, actually. And it helped us give our own voice to what we had to say versus doing what everybody else was doing. So it gave you sort of a little bit of a unique um, edge, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And it also was much more cost effective for a smaller business. I think a lot
0: of people, when they, especially now with so much information out there, people in small businesses feel overwhelmed by the amount of knowledge out there, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all of that can be pretty overwhelming, but I love how you've really taken what you know, which is healthcare and fitness and weight loss. And you've turned the people who are already experts in your business into marketers, right? You've turned them into marketers for your company.
1: Right. And one of the things, whenever we have Barry, Little turnover here, but everyone here knows they're an ambassador for the program. Mm-hmm. And our reputation is what our team creates because really they're the face to the public. Mm-hmm. And so it's just an underlying theme for all of our team here is that we, we're marketing with every interaction that we have. And you don't want to think of that as like a, we really do it in just an honest, forced right, you want to help people. And so it just becomes, and then if you can, if you can actually genuinely do that through whatever your print or your mark, your video, or whatever methods that you have at your fingertips, it's a great way to just, like I say, build a relationship. Sometimes people come in and they've seen us so much out there, Seen my husband, Tom out there, they've seen, they feel like they know you already. And I find that with my consulting business and you probably, I didn't know you back when we were trying to learn this, you could have really eased my learning curve, (laughs) but, um, but, you know, I'll, I'll meet people and they'll say, I feel like I know you already. I've watched every video you have on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you speak to me. And if you know those people you want to work with yeah. and you speak their language and you understand their pain points and you help them, show them how you can help solve that problem, it creates just a very non-salesy, easy, fun way to attract the people you want to work with the most. I'm not, and I'm not telling you anything new, but, uh, but it's really, it really is so true. And um, so once you get that sort of fever for it, it's like, oh, I want to do more of that. I want to help other people do more of that.
0: I love it. And I bet people come up to you and just say things like, I see you everywhere. Do they do that? Like, I see you
1: everywhere. And yeah. Well, not so much before, but now I I just was at a a huge conference in Vegas called Obesity Week. And I had my books there and I was doing this book signing. But beyond that, I would just, you would just walk around and some people come up and go, oh, hey. That's a girl. That's you know, and you stop and have it, and mean, you're like kind of looking over your shoulder. What are they talking to? You know, and um, but they'll say like, "Oh my gosh, I do. I see you out there on LinkedIn. I see you on YouTube, and I see you're in my inbox and my email. And mm-hmm. and you're right. It's kind of like you start to build this bigger footprint, and uh, it's kind of it's kind of amazing how it can start to, but it doesn't happen quickly. Nope. You have to have you know, you have to have some commitment to it, and then all of a sudden you feel like you're doing all this work and you're trying to focus on one channel at a time, but then all of a sudden it just kind of like all snowballs into, hey, it's working.
0: Hey, I see you you everywhere. Okay. We're going to go back. We have to go back because this is what my audience wants to hear about is when you realized that the traditional ways weren't working as well as you wanted them to work what was the first thing you tried? Was it video? Was it something else? Like what is it that you tried first that you kind of used as a foundation to build upon? And then we'll talk about what
1: you're doing now. Sure. What we tried first was what we knew. And that was at the time, you know, print was very big Mm -hmm. Sure. and some radio and TV were out of our price range. So that wasn't really an option. Although we would pitch stories and Mm -hmm. every once in a while you'd be selected, but that was that's not really that often. So, what we started doing was building some of that uh, through articles. And so, we would become, we would write articles and submit them to local publications. Cool. And we would find those being printed. Uh, for example, we used to write on a regular basis for the local health journal. Mm-hmm. And we would write, uh, I'd submit things to the newspaper. And most of the time, they were passed over, but it still honed in that skill of writing and made you start to research what is it that they're really looking for. And then you start to understand some of the things you don't really want to understand, like there has to be a hook, so to speak. And we're not about trying to make weight loss sexy like you'll see out there. On But, but by and large, you have to have something that draws somebody in. Right. And so then it's a matter of how do you go back and ethically figure out how to do that. So we started out mostly with print and then moved on from there and video is just one of those i kind of went from print into some books and then into video a lot more
0: and you're a writer so you put together the articles and felt comfortable with pitching these stories right yeah.
1: mm-hmm. that's yeah, not I didn't everybody's feel comfortable wheelhouse pitching them. i felt comfortable writing
0: <laughs> that's good i mean but it's not in everybody's wheelhouse so i think that's really critical that you knew the stories in your business and that you were able to craft stories that potentially could have made sense to the places that would publish them or print them. Fantastic.
1: Right. Right. So, and then like you have all these resources for how to write a press release. I didn't know any of that. I was just looking it up, you know, and figuring out <laughs> how to, you know, and I trial and error, I'd trial and error. And, um,
0: and then eventually
1: is. you start to get more of the hang of it and you figure out what people are looking for. But it's truly through trial and error, unless you have, you know, somebody guiding you along that process. Mm-hmm.
0: Great. Well, you have the relationships. Like now that you've made those relationships with local people, those don't go away. So I think that's really, really important. And important for people to know, too, if they're trying to pitch to local outlets, local media outlets, is that relationship is really important. And even if they don't take the story that you pitch today, it doesn't mean they won't take it in the future. They still have that relationship.
1: They still know the expertise that you have. So in terms right? Of- and I think it's kind of like, I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's kind of like when you're marketing to people, you have to show up in a lot of different ways until they're kind of like they see you all over the place. And right. probably, you know, with reporters, they need to get to know your name and know that you are an expert in the community. Yep. And because a lot of times you're not an expert in your own backyard, <laughs> you know, people will, you may have, you know, Tom may have done the most bariatric surgical procedures, almost in the whole United States which is true but wow. in your own backyard it's it's like one of those things where hmm, i yeah. think i need to find somebody from new york or <laughs> i need to find somebody from you know somewhere else because yeah. that you know is more enticing sometimes so right. you do have to show up and be perse- you know persevere in your journey and
0: trying mm-hmm. to- absolutely have that thick skin and have your credentials ready because I didn't realize that about Tom. That's it's fin- really fantastic. He's a busy dude, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and he loves what he does. So if so, but it's it's really one of those things. Like you do, you do, you have to kind of uh, just get used to some no's, <laughs> but understand that you get a lot of no's. But then there's yeses in there too, and so persevering until you can you start to get more yeses, I guess.
0: Now, were you always comfortable using video when you started the? practice of using it for your businesses? Absolutely not.
1: I mean, you're such a net, you know, you're just such a natural, but for oh, me. Oh no, I'm not either. The, <laughs> the only in a way is what you have. I know. Well, for, uh, for Tom, I'll just start with him. It's funny. He didn't like technology at all. And I'd be like, you're going to be doing videos. He would do webinars, he would do like seminars in front of people all the time, but never on camera. And so we started doing more and more videos. And even as he wrote his books, I'd happen to do a video that went along with each chapter. And then we would use that as a separate sort of lead magnet, so to speak, to help um, in, introduce him to a larger audience. Yeah. But what I found, and I wasn't comfortable, I was always the one behind the camera. And it was, <laughs> It was easier that way but then all of a sudden it was like oh and the only way i think to get comfortable is to start to do more of it and uh, you know first i'd start out with like these teleprompter you can do a teleprompter on your phone as you know you could do all these different things oh yeah i've and got one yeah then, yeah but then the more you do it you just start to become much less anxious about it and realize that people understand that we're all humans and we all make mistakes or we may have little flaws when we're on camera and that's what makes you human. And sometimes it makes them identify, I think, a little bit more with yeah. you when they see that. So now I, I probably record almost almost daily. I do, I know I do a weekly podcast like you, and I do uh, ask, you know, QA with Carol, and then I'll post those on YouTube and into my LinkedIn and onto Facebook and um, a shorter version, of course, on Instagram. But we you start to get kind of used to it and before you know it, your mind's going crazy about, oh, I gotta do a video on that. Oh oh, someone will ask you a question, one of your clients, and you'll be like, oh, if they have that question, then I bet a bunch of other people have that. And so no matter what business you're in, I think you can use that methodology and apply mm-hmm. it very easily.
0: I agree 100%. Okay, so take me through a week because you've thrown out a lot of stuff and I love it. And that's why I wanted to have you on here. So if you record one video for YouTube, is that right? And then you rec- that's your podcast too is that correct?
1: So is it really one piece right. of content I, I post, a week? I, when I record, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So if your week starts on, does it start on a Sunday or a Monday?
1: I start on Mondays when my, um, I record podcasts on mon- Monday, they release on Tuesdays. So nice. Uh, Monday you-, you do something written.
0: Okay. And are you, do you do it all or do you have help to, to make that happen?
1: I used to do it all myself, but I have an off, off, awesome team member. She's actually a personal trainer and one of our counselors, and in her spare time, she runs our social media, and she also, we all, what What happened is I actually gained access to a lot of training, and I would train myself, and then now, she, and then I talked to my team, I'm like, does anyone like doing this? And she was like, I would love to do that, <laughs> pick me, and so now what happens is I I will record a podcast, and then I... Do you want me to like walk through this? Go step? through it. If you, yeah, uh, this is very fascinating. Yes, absolutely. Sure. And there's lots of ways to do it, but this is the way I do it. So I record a podcast and I do it on my iPhone or I'll do it through Zoom. Really? Okay. And yeah, and then I'll upload it to Vimeo. Okay. Because once it goes to Vimeo, it's just a great place to store everything. And I put a title and a description on it. From there, Dawn grabs it, downloads it to her computer, and makes edits to it via Camtasia which is just an online video editing software. And so she will take it and she'll edit out any, like the beginning at the end, in case I sat down and I was kind of rearranging my shirt, you know, whatever you're doing. (laughs) And she'll edit off the beginning and the end. And I used to have parts in between, but not too often anymore. I just kind of run through it, whether I have a guest or just myself. And then she will add what we call a lower third, where it'll have credentials and where to reach people and contact people and also the subscribers. So she'll then finish this video. She then takes it and it gets posted a number of places. It goes on YouTube, it goes onto all my podcast, or my podcast, well, I guess let me tell you that the video goes to YouTube and we'll link to that in emailers, newsletters, LinkedIn, depending on the length of the video if I can't post it in there, and other uh, social media outlets. And then she'll actually split off the audio in Camtasia take the audio file, and that gets uploaded to all of the different areas you can find our podcasts. So that's Stitcher, iTunes, um, you know, all the different, there's a, a number of different outlets. So it's available on all those platforms. And she then sends the audio portion out there. And then on my website, we actually go in, it's a WordPress website, and you don't have to, you know, you can learn how to do this pretty easily. You don't have to pay somebody. I've I, She's on our salary. So she's just automatically paid. Then we upload it there along with the graphic. So if I was interviewing you, which I hope you'll be on my podcast sometime oh, soon. I would uh, love to. I'll, I'll find your picture and how to reach you. And I actually that, then we actually put that on there. And then uh, I end up continuing to promote that. So I just did a podcast on this and such. And uh, I'll post it. And uh, so you end up using it in a number of different ways. So I've got it on video on YouTube and then audio for my podcast channel it's also on my website and then what i will also do is i have a team member here who will transcribe it for me wow and then i'll just make minor edits to it and then down the road it gets repurposed as a blog oh my
0: gosh that's so good i hope people were taking notes so if you if i'm if i'm hearing you correctly then you really just touch it once you and do you create notes for the session on Monday? Like, do you create an outline for the script that you say, or, or is it just top of mind kind of stuff?
1: I always have, uh, I always have bullet points. Okay. So, and if I'm interviewing somebody, I do have, um, I have my own producer notes. Mm-hmm. So I'll send it to them and it'll talk to them about, you know, the platform we're using you know typically what they should be wearing, what the background should be, uh, questions that I'll typically ask them, but it's actually so much better if it's just a conversation mm-hmm. like you and I are having. Yeah, but it, so I'll do that for interviews, and if I'm doing one on my own, I'll usually just have bullet points because I find that it's easier to do that way and I can talk off the top of my head and um, but have it have it formulated into something that's of value because we all want something that's going to be of value. Nobody needs more information out there. They, they really need something that's going to help them. So I listen to what people are asking me questions about, and then I create a podcast about it with some very set steps. I go through all of that. And at the end, I'll try to create some sort of a resource forum, whether it's a PDF they can download or whether it's a link to some training that I have out there or whether it's to reach out to me if you have questions or if you want to hop on a call one-on-one and go through this. So some sort of call to action, so to speak. And uh, so that goes in everywhere. But really I just, and I try to map it out a little bit, not too far ahead because you want to be timely with things that are going on in the world. Right. But I do try to map it out a month ahead of time and then make sure that I am producing something that's quality and not just something I'm hopping on the camera to talk about because nobody wants that. Right.
0: Oh, that's so good. Now, what have you learned about yourself or maybe even about the power of what you're doing since you've really perfected this? Like you've done this over the last year and a half, right? So what have you learned about, uh, maybe about yourself, about all this?
1: Sure. I, I guess I've learned, you know, when you're younger, my, my dad always just say, Carol, you can do anything you set your mind to. and you Absolutely. And your parents tell you that. I tell my kids that and all that. But It was very daunting at the beginning, and I guess what it taught me was that you really can do anything you set your mind to, and that you can figure it out. You know, you can search online, find tools, you could pay coaches to help you with it, you could do it all on your own, Mm -hmm. and uh, really, it's just a matter of getting through that learning curve. But once you get through the learning curve, and if you have a passion to really help people, that this is a great platform to do that. And so for me, I just learned that the sky's the limit and you can do anything you set your mind to. And you also don't have to be, I'm sort of a perfectionist (laughs) a little bit, you know, about when I write, but you don't have to be a perfectionist. You just have to have that passion to help people. And the other thing is I learned that it can actually be really fun And um, really enjoyable to reach out to more people and to be able to reach more people. And the other thing about video is, and you know this, whatever we create, we actually can turn into, we have membership sites. I have a membership site called Bariatric Business Boss. So in there, I use video, video every week to do a training. I have all sorts of resources that are in there, and we do uh, live webinars here at the practice every single week. We have a membership program there. It could turn into products that you can then sell online. Here we have one called My Weight Loss Academy, myweightlossacademy.com. <laughs> People can do a weight loss program, all with video and downloadable PDFs and added accountability if you want to add that into it. So it's really just this remarkable. Platform that actually evens the playing field for every single person out there who wants to take the time to learn the tech, even though it's not that much tech, mm-hmm. and to really put some effort into it and have a passion to help others. You are an inspiration.
0: And I, ha- so I teach a video boot camp where men and women come in and they learn what you have learned. So they're going through the process to become more effective using video. And I'm going to see make sure that they listen to this episode because this is what, what you've created is what I think they're going to one day see in their lives. Because right. once they get more comfortable on camera, then what you've created becomes so much more attainable. And it's just that one piece, right? Just that one piece where you kind of just power through the, the fear or the lack of confidence, but it's a very short-lived kind of thing. Once you do that, there's so much opportunity on the other side and that's what you've created. And that's, that is so powerful. So, so powerful. So that's oh, why I had to have you.
1: you on the show. <laughs> right. Well, thank you. And I just wish I'd known about your camp earlier because oh. you probably could have saved me a lot of time, <laughs> effort, and uh, <laughs> that whole learning curve, you know? Um, uh, you know what? I know you've when I, it. I talk to physicians all the time and practices and I'll say, you know they outsource their their marketing, which yes. is okay. They don't have time, but they'll outsource every aspect of it. And then when you look at their social media channels, it has no personality to it. Yeah. It has no customization, and it's basically you know a link to an article and a link to this or that, somebody else's photo that you import. And I, and I'll get them on a, I'll get them on camera, and they just. I'll just ask them questions. I can even do whole books this way. When people don't want to write, they don't have Mm -hmm. time to write. Mm -hmm. I actually interview them. And then I transcribe that. We turn that into a book. And so Mm -hmm. I think once people realize they don't have to make it so daunting, Um, it can be really a remarkable game changer in your business.
0: I mean, it is the only thing you can't outsource. Like, it seems like what you have created you have outsourced everything except the part that matters the most, which is your thoughts on camera. Everything else you've outsourced, which makes it so much easier because the tech can be overwhelming. I think it's important to know it in the very beginning, but as a follow-up, like if you're going to make it something part of your schedule, you don't have to know and do every part of that. And and so you've done um, exactly what I would definitely recommend. And I think that's really remarkable, really, really remarkable. And I know you're, the physicians that you work with are gonna get so much out of it. Okay, so you talked a little bit about your program and your consulting a little bit, but then what is, how has that helped you? How is uh, being so systematic with your video, how has that helped uh, increase your reach where maybe, a radio or a TV ad, which I know they're apples and oranges because you're reaching different markets. But whereas before you were trying to reach a certain market, how has video and your podcast, this kind of, for lack of a better word, like this new wave of marketing, (laughs) how has that helped you reach the people you want to get in front of?
1: Well, it's not only helped me reach the people I want to get in front of in a way where I am in their feed, so to speak, and I have small bites that of information that I know they would need and want. The the thing that has really been significant, though, in addition to that, is the introduction onto other people's podcasts, such as here, and also getting onto other people's platforms. So now I'll have corporations reaching out to me and say, hey, can you come to this conference and can you do a presentation on this and such? Can you be, can you do a webinar for uh, our group? This is their biggest pain point. This is what they need help with. And I know you can help them. So good. So like, for example, in January, I did a webinar for a corporation and it was their second highest attended webinar. <laughs> and I just had, my inbox was just blowing up afterwards wanted and needed more of what I had to offer. So that's, that's helpful. And then it just adds your whole exposure onto what other people's platforms, so to speak, kind of, Mm -hmm. and um, helps you get your message out there in a bigger way. So whether it's speaking from stage or whether it is speaking on a webinar, I mean, Mm -hmm. last year I even had a corporation outsource. um, You know, they just said, can you just do some webinars for, I, I literally like created the webinars, ran the tech, did everything, um, for them. And yeah. uh, it, it's awesome that out of that came from, you know, a number of writing articles for different reputable magazines and yeah. publications. And so it just kind of starts to grow bigger after that. And so it just puts you on other people's platforms in addition to then being able to attract even more people of, the, of the, the type of people that you want to work with yeah. the most.
0: And it sounds like for some of that, you were able to stay in your location, in Newport News, like you didn't have to travel, right?
1: Yeah, I know (laughs) we have have four kids. Of course, our youngest is is um, eighteen, about to go off to college. But um, but yeah, I like I love I love it here in Virginia. And my husband and I are pretty close, and we like our little time together, but I I like to travel every so often, but I also am comfortable here at home. So you're right. The great thing is the tech is there and you can run a webinar on a lot of really easy platforms. Either they run it or you run it. Uh, Then you can do your own webinars. It just makes it so much easier to reach people. And then the joy for the people who are watching it is they get to watch it at home in their jammies or wherever they are, you know, on their own time. It's so good on their phone. It's all on every platform. So it just makes it easier for them as well.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so good. And really, I hope for those watching and listening, I mean, they get some ideas. It doesn't have to be exactly the way you've done it for them, but I really love how the things that you've put together for your business really could be adapted for other businesses to Absolutely. help them basically just share the, the years of experience that you've built up is what you're sharing now with other people and just using different ways to get that message across
1: absolutely really, absolutely really good.
0: how can people get in touch with you um, how can they learn more about what it is you do and and stalk you let's be very <laughs> honest like just sort of see what you're doing on a on a deeper level how can people find sure. you sure
1: oh you're so kind my website is weightlosspracticebuilderspelledout.com. And I can be reached via email as well, carol, K-A-R-O-L, at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. My podcast is Build the Weight Loss Practice of Your Dreams. If you're just interested in weight loss, go to Success.com. <laughs> and um, I mean, we're just, we're just out there uh, in lots of different ways. Uh, Doc Weight Loss is his podcast. But anyhow, those are the easiest ways to reach me if you're interested in publishing. It's yourbestsellerbook.com. And I think that's enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. But we're going to put all of those links in our show notes. The last thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, there's a lot of, I wouldn't maybe say a lot. No, actually, there's a lot of hesitation for some people who are not quite where you are yet in terms of seeing the results or even just enjoying it as much as you are. Because I know you enjoy it. I mean, that's really part of that. What would you say to them? to help them see that, um, just kind of push a little harder, just, just go, just go just a little farther. Um, What would you say to them?
1: I would say you will be very happy if you continue to persevere would be the first thing. And the second thing is if you're struggling with one aspect of any piece of what we just talked about, you know, it might be time for you to reach out to a coach, somebody to help you with that, or have somebody, if there's one aspect of it, let's say like, I, I do not like Video editing, and you don't necessarily have to edit. But you know, find somebody that's on your team or somebody that you know, like and trust that you can outs- outsource that to. There's so many different areas that you can use. But do the thing that you love the most. Kind of use somebody else for the other pieces. And if you really aren't sure about something, then find a coach to help get you to where you want to be faster. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Very good. It's either time or money, right? It's either those are the things that means so much to all of us. So right. Carol Clark, thank you so much for your for your time and for sharing so much of your wisdom with our listeners and our watchers today. Thank you.
1: My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on, Cheryl.
0: So good, right? Can you see how you can use video in your business? Fantastic. If you need a little more, maybe some training, a little accountability, some support to get to that space, The video bootcamp is an option. Simply go to CherylTanMedia.com forward slash bootcamp for details. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, I'm Cheryl Tan.